And thank you for choosing Theme Park Films. We are Carla and Holly, two friends from England who usually ride the movies, watch the films and give you our thoughts. This, however, is our first birthday special, so thank you so much for the first year. And here we are answering some of the questions that you sent in. Thank you. And welcome to a special edition of Theme Park Films. It's our birthday. Yay? Oh, sorry. Yay! And we are one today. Can you believe it? I can't. I bet you can't, actually. I can't believe that that you're still here a year later. No. I can believe I am. Yeah. I'm surprised I've even left the chair. But but you, I'm very surprised at that you lasted a whole year. So well done. Thank you. Have you enjoyed it? A lot of effort I've put into it. Well, this. you know, I don't think, you know, people from the outside might think you're not making an effort. However, I know all the energy that gets zapped out of you whilst you're watching these films. When, when you make me watch certain films. Yeah. So I know you're putting in a lot of energy. Thank you. It's okay. Um, so people have been sending questions in for us. So thank you very much if you sent a question in. And um, we're just going to take a, uh, a few. And they're going to be read out by the fellow admins of Britpod scene for us. So I think, first of all, we will head over to Stacy from Rough Giraffe. Hello there. Hi, Harlow and Collie, or Carlo and Holly. This is Stacy from the hilarious, fantastic Rough Giraffe podcast. As you know, on our own podcast, we have a segment where we talk about people that aren't coming to dinner because they're indisposed by death. But mum would like to know who your three ideal dinner party guests would be. And they can be living or dead. We have no restrictions here. Oh, I don't know. It's a tricky one. Carla, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Obviously, number one would be Carl Pilkington. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Anyone that doesn't know Carl, I suggest you check out... um, either his TV shows or even better than the TV shows were the original podcasts he did with Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, which are available. I think they're still available on iTunes to download. Uh, I think there might be a few pence, so they're not free, but uh, the Ricky Gervais show, that's the first podcast I ever listened to, and um, it was absolutely fantastic. I remember him actually before the podcast. He used to be on XFM with... Ricky and Steve, which I used to listen to back in the day. I mean, is that where we're going wrong? Should we be charging a couple of pence? <laughs> I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> Just no. Let's not run before we can walk. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in 10 years. Yeah, slow down. Slow down. I think that the most they charge was like one ninety nine, and if Ricky Gervais is only charging two pounds, I'm not sure we can even get a penny I at mean, this stage. That's not a couple of pence, is it? Well, you know, I was just being, you know, flippant. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I it's been so long since 
They're probably about ten pounds now. Yeah, they probably inflation might have put them yeah. up. I know that each time I change my uh, Apple device, they all get automatically downloaded onto it, which is great. It's like once you pay, that's it. It's it, they just keep on giving it back. So I probably got a very good deal. Anyway, Carl Pilkington would be absolutely number one. In fact, I'd be quite happy if I just had a meal with just Carl. I don't even need anyone else there. But if you want me to add to it, I would go with Steve Harris from Iron Maiden, who I know will mean nothing to you, but he's the founder of Iron Maiden, he's the bass player, and basically he is Iron Maiden. Everything they do is through him. So him... And the third one, probably like Jennifer Aniston, just to lighten the mood. That's weird. I just think you need a bit, you know, someone a bit light. Because Carl's, you know, quite down to earth. And I think Steve would be, you know, quite quite quiet. I just think she'd be a bit bubbly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd quite like to ask her about friends, because, you know, I like friends. Okay. So who... Who are your three? I don't know. I always find these questions very hard. That is why I texted you the questions two weeks ago. <laughs> no, but you know what happens. I get put under pressure and I can't. So you can't just delete connect. the text immediately and think, oh, God, there's Carla being prepared again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think maybe I'd have someone like Alan Carr. Okay. Just because I think he's really funny. He's a British comedian for Americans. Remember, the majority of our listeners are American. So I'd have Alan Carr, who's yeah, a British comedian. And then I think I'd have someone like Adele, because they get on very well as, as you know. Oh, yeah, friends. she'd be a laugh, wouldn't she? She'd be really funny. Um, so maybe them. I don't know. I don't know who else I'd want. I would want someone like, I don't know if I'd want her to come for dinner necessarily. Maybe someone like, I would want to meet Victoria Beckham. I, I think she'd Victoria. be a right laugh. Yeah, I think those three. I think Vicky B gets a really bad rap. And actually, she's very funny and people just don't understand her. Yeah. And I wasn't even a Spice Girls fan. I missed the Spice Girls boat. I was far too old and in my heavy metal phase to be bothered by the Spice Girls but I think she's really funny in interviews and people take it as she's being rude or uh, disinterested but actually she's just very sarcastic and dry mm. so yeah I think that's a good line I probably probably could do that Alan Carr I'd probably swap Alan Carr for Jimmy Carr if it was my dinner table Ooh. but hey it's yeah. not so back off <laughs> Okay, so if we head back to Stacey, what question have you got for us now? Kipper the Wonky Cat would like to know, which has been the worst episode to record? I know Holly sounds like she hates all of them, but there must have been one that was just an absolute nightmare. Now, obviously, this is harder for you to answer because you genuinely only do this once. You never hear the finished product. Yeah, but... One, the, the hardest one we did to record is when we got over ambitious at the beginning and we did three, didn't we? We did three at night. <laughs> and by the end of it, it was literally like, it was just like, yeah, that was a good film. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it was like, 
we couldn't and it was the was it the simpsons no it was actually the first three that we put out we didn't put them out in order but the first three we put out which was honey i shrunk the kids toy story three and jurassic world were all recorded in the same night but the quality differs greatly like jurassic park was you know probably our sergeant pepper moment i don't think you know we've done many better since then but that was recorded in the middle honey i shrunk the kids was the first one and toy story 3 was yeah so i think for me it would have been that because i think i was just losing the will to live by the end of it also i had to deal with you sort of going on about woody and how amazing he is and it just i mean it nearly pushed me over the edge (laughs) you were like this is a mistake why have i agreed to do this with this imbecile yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I think I was quite excited in the beginning, so I think I managed to to get through that. Although I remember being exhausted. I don't know what we were thinking. Thinking, do, free, and we were like, "Oh, we can do this weekly, free a week." I can barely no, get you to do been, one a month. We literally would have got like six months down the line, and it would have been like done. We've done every <laughs> variation of a ride we physically can do. <laughs> It, it was ridiculously ambitious. I don't know what we were thinking, but you can tell in the lengths of the episode because Jurassic World was like over a, like an hour long episode. So obviously that meant at least an hour and a half recording. And Toy Story, I think, is yeah. about twenty five minutes. It's one of our shortest episodes. Just, yeah, yeah, it was all right, wasn't it? it made me cry. It didn't make you yeah. cry. Bye. Yeah, I think my worst one was the one that never got heard. It was Transformers. Yeah. So for anyone that that doesn't follow us on Instagram or Twitter, we did do a Transformers episode and we were let down heavily by, uh, we were using Skype at the time and it didn't record it. And it was a really tough film for me to watch for a start. I hated watching it. I hated talking about it. And then to cap it all, it didn't tape. So for me... I have nothing but bad memories. I really don't know if I can even revisit it to re-record it. And I sort of think, actually, there's an element where you sabotaged that because that is one of the only films, very few, that I was really positive about. <laughs> well, you say that because there's no proof. I won't. But I don't remember you being that positive. I remember you saying, who was, who's the woman in it? Um, Megan Fox. You said that she looked about... 35 in the classroom. I don't remember you being that positive about it. She did, but the film was good. Mm. Maybe one day we we will re-record the episode, but I think I'd have to do it on the notes I took. I don't think I could face watching it again. So for me, that and Spider-Man were probably my worst ones because I just don't, I don't understand the hype around superheroes and that kind of film. And I'm very sorry because I know that most of our listeners probably love all that but yeah for me that's a drag i like doing films where i know them inside out which thankfully is most of the films that we record and you struggle so i feel like during those episodes i got to to you know be in your shoes yeah and not know what was going on (laughs) so stacy if you could give us the last question that you've got lined up for us please and because Belle the lovely dog is the nicest dog in the world she would like to know which was your favourite episode to record I think without a doubt Jurassic World 
So that was, again, first day. Second one, we'd already got Honey, I Shrunk the Kids out the way. So, you know, you'd got a feel of it and you were right on in there. Like, the thing I loved about Jurassic World is there were so many sort of, like, loads of unanswered questions. You know, it's like you could have, like, a good mm. chat about it. That one I enjoyed and I really actually very much enjoyed, enjoyed Twister. Twister is our most underrated episode. It's one of the lowest downloaded and I can't recommend enough how you should download Twister. Forget the ones that are at the top. You know, they've got they've had their listens. Go to Twister. It is a really, really good episode that we did. Obviously we talk about the ride, which is, just makes me laugh still to this day that it was ever in that theme park. And actually the, the <laughs> film the film is quite good to watch. Like it just it is what it is. And again, mm. there is just so many things when you watch that film back where you're like, what why would they ever do that? Like when he just leaves his fiance and goes and sits with his ex. But it makes no sense. <laughs> well i think the ones that i enjoyed doing aren't necessarily the ones that came out the best i think for me i i enjoyed recording back to the future too so much i just laughed from start to finish but i'm not sure that necessarily translates as it being one of the best podcasts i just think that you were really making me laugh during it probably because you were so angry by the whole thing so for me, I think I enjoyed doing that one the most. And also because the pressure was off slightly, like E.T., Back to the Future, they're so, and, and even The Goonies, they're so much my favourite films that I felt a certain amount of pressure that it had to be a really good episode. So that kind of tainted it. But Back to the Future 2, yeah, it was just funny, wasn't it? Okay, so who should we head over to now? So sorry, I just need to tell you, you can find Stacy. And her mum and her cat, Kipper, and mum's dog, Belle, at Rough Giraffe Podcast. They are absolutely fantastic, and we highly recommend you check out that show. So let's head over to one of the other admins of Britpod Scene, Daniel. Daniel, what have you got to ask us? Hey, Carla and Holly. Daniel here from Frygate's Podcast. Where did you two meet? Okay, so we're not going to say where we were exactly, because I don't think either of us want to name that company that we work for, but we met at work. Is that fair? It was a low point for both of us. It was a very low point in both of our career choices. I was a store manager, and I was hiring for a brand new store that was opening, and I hired Holly's sister, a twin, identical twin sister, I might add. And uh, at the last minute, someone pulled out and couldn't do the other half of Emma, her sister's shift. So I said, do you know anyone? We're opening like in two days time. And she said, oh, yeah, my sister might do it. Didn't tell me you were identical. So you came in just for a chat. And um, I didn't understand why Emma had turned up. For the interview, I was so confused because you didn't say, oh, yeah, sorry, we're twins. You just started talking to me like I'm supposed to know what's going on in this mad situation. 
Well, I just sort of thought, Emma might have said. Neither of you mentioned it. And I'm like, do what do I do? Do I play along with this? Is she schizophrenic? Like, she come for another interview? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, uh, it was the day after Michael Jackson died, R.I.P. And I just remember sitting talking to you about Michael Jackson dying. I was all I'm going to say is that it was, you know, it was the recession, wasn't it? Around that time. <laughs> I must point out, Holly was a student at the time. That's why she was working for me. But I loved the job because um, I used to just sit and read magazines. Didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remember. It must have been like there was an Elle magazine and Cheryl was on the front of it. I didn't want to pay like, because, you know, as a student, I didn't want to pay four Mm. pounds or whatever to buy Elle. Right. Cheryl's like, I love to hate her, you know, like. This is Cheryl. um, Well, I don't know what, is she going by surname now? I'm just trying to think to to tell our American listeners. She's Cheryl from Girls Aloud. She goes by. Cheryl Fernandez Vecini. And now I believe it's just Cheryl. Several Cheryls, uh, but yeah, that she's very famous in in Britain. Um, but yeah, like, and it it was in one of those plus, you know, when sometimes our magazine has like free stuff, and it was in a, it was a um plastic, so I had to undo the plastic. To and I felt wow. a bit bad about that, but then I got over it and read the interview. Okay. Yeah. Well. I probably had to damage that off. <laughs> probably. You might cost me my bonus from 2009. We talk about that off air. Yeah, so that that's that's how we we met. I think did you leave before me or did we leave at the same time? Not like Thelma and Louise style, but I don't think there was much in it when we left. I'm not sure if you resigned before I did. I think you might have done. No, not long before. You know, I remember being really, like, envious of you. Who wouldn't? I'm sure the listeners can relate to that. Um, Because I just remember, like, at the time, like, I just, with uni, I was just so over it. And I just was like, oh, it would just be so nice to just, like, have this, like, job and, you know, like, sit out in that back room and stop (laughs) on a chair. (laughs) So, basically, I was supposed to have an office and the, my office was a stockroom with just a chair put in the middle of it. <laughs> and I, when I say like, we don't want to name the company, it's because it's huge. You would not believe such a really big company would be so shoddy. But it really was a terrible, <laughs> terrible working environment. It was. And I was doing, I was doing 70 hours a week. I mean, that is outrageous. It's really bad. And I was on, like, way, way less than I'm on now. And, you know, I don't I don't have a management job at the moment. Um, and yeah, I was being paid way less than that. But you were on quite a low wage because you were under 22, weren't you, at the time? Wasn't it like we found some, some ridiculous medieval yeah. clause that we only had to pay you, like, £2 or something ridiculous? Probably. I remember when I was putting through payroll, you and Emma were on the lowest of anyone, even though you were the key holder. You were the two that were actually the the supervisors, I guess. You were on the lowest because you were under yeah, 22. Yeah, so weird. Yeah. I don't know anyone else that 
enforces that law. And, like, if you wanted to go to the toilet, you had to sort of, like, lock up shop for five minutes, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So weird. We didn't even have a toilet in the in the shop. We had to go into the the outer building yeah, to use the toilet. Like bizarre. Really, really weird. So we met under strange circumstances. But uh yeah, you just always made me laugh. Oh, she's funny, isn't she? And somehow we managed to to keep in touch, even though there's like a ten year age difference. More than ten. Eleven? 11 years your job's got like you know where you could kind of like be a bit you know like on the road like david brent i said t- yeah basically i turned into david brent after i left this job so then obviously whenever i was back from uni it'd just be like random you know on a random wednesday we'd go meet for a coffee wouldn't we yeah, we spent many an hour in, in Starbucks putting the world to rights. If we had the recordings of those, I tell you, we'd have a hit on our hands. <laughs> they were great, great chats. Let's head back over to Daniel and see what he has to ask us next. What podcast inspired you to start your own? Well, I kind of already said that it was the Ricky Gervais podcast. I don't know if it inspired me to start, but it certainly inspired me to listen to other podcasts. Um, and for me, I mean, I've only ever listened to one other podcast, so... And that was after we started out, wasn't it? Yeah. So, really, you don't you don't have an inspiration. No, and I mean, I listen to a podcast about food, so... Yeah... Yeah, I don't. I don't listen to those. Quite good. Some of them, like one of them, I listened to the other. Like the other week was about avocado. Okay. Like, when did avocado toast become a thing? I didn't even know it was a thing. Yes. Wow. Whilst I was prepared, once I knew we were going to do this podcast, I listened to so many podcasts. It was ridiculous in preparation uh, to get a feel basically of what was good, what was bad, what I liked, what I didn't like. And I did that for at least five months leading up to us doing the podcast once we decided on it. And the podcast that I really like the format of is the Columbo podcast. Now, obviously that's slightly biased because I like Columbo, but the way that they did it is the way that we have taken to doing it in that they took the the plot of the TV show, and they talked you through it, what happens. And because they did that, it didn't matter if I hadn't seen that episode for six months, a year, whatever, I was able to listen because they were jogging my memory the entire time of what happened in that episode. And so many film podcasts, in fact, I can't think of hardly any, do what we do, which is jog people's memory and actually tell them the story. They'll just start and discuss the film. And sometimes if you haven't seen the film in a while or you've only seen it once, it's really difficult to understand what's happening. Well, yeah, exactly. So I took what they do and basically put it, fitted it into what we do, which is talk through the plot. And I also think when you do that, you get so many more reactions as well. You get to remember things that you wouldn't necessarily remember just from talking back. So, yeah. Thank you, Columbo Podcasts. That's Ian and Jerry. Thank you for giving us the uh, the format of this show. Okay, and last one from Daniel, please. Favourite TV shows. All right, do you want to go first? 
I mean, without a doubt, if I had to have one TV show I could only watch for the rest of my life, it would be The Inbetweeners. Uh, I'm so with you. That's exactly what I was going to say. Maybe not my top TV show, but certainly top five. I could watch it on a loop over and over again and again so, and again. And it never gets boring. Like The other week I was watching them again and I still would be crying with laughter. I binged watch on New Year's Day. I binged watched the first series again. It's just fantastic. It's still funny. But the great thing is that season three, you kind of think, oh, okay, because it was a little patchy and not all of them were, were up to top-notch standard. You think, oh, it's run its course. And then they come out with two fantastic films. Such good films. I mean... I don't care what anyone says. I don't care if they say that, you know, it's silly humour or, you know, base humour. It's it's just funny. The second one is hilarious. So good. And it's so true, though. Like, you know, when he, the people who are going travelling and stuff. Oh, my God. It's so it's accurate really, to people that go really travelling. I love it. It's just so, so well observed. So anyone in America, I know you did have a version of the Inbetweeners. We're not talking about that one, uh, unfortunately. We're talking about the British version. So yeah, I don't know if you can get hold of that, but it's definitely worth checking out. It's very rude. Don't watch it in front of the kids, but it's very funny. So uh, yeah, I would have probably said the Inbetweeners. Uh, obviously Columbo. I have a slight obsession with Columbo for anyone that probably picked it up. It even gets referenced in our um, theme tune where I say, and just one more thing, that was entirely a nod to Columbo. But Forty Towers is my favourite TV show of all time, followed by The Office, UK version. Oh, yeah. I, You know what I also really like? that Because it's overshadowed by The Office, extras. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, the guy that played Bunny was just the funniest character. Yeah, uh, yeah so anything like that, Kirby Enthusiasm, Modern Family, Roseanne. Oh, I Another one I do like, actually, I think stands the test of time. At Gavin and Stacey, again, I could just watch that again and again and again. I binge-watched that as well just before Christmas. Did Great you watch show. the Christmas special? I'm trying to record a podcast here, Adam. I'm trying to... I'm not talking about Barlow. No, this is for our, this is for our um, special. So this is our year special. So you haven't started yet? No. So I'm going to eat dinner on my own tonight. We're <laughs> eating dinner at 11. Hey, Carla. Hi, Adam. Sorry, I'm going. Okay. Uh, so thank you for those, Daniel. You can find Daniel uh, hosting two shows. He does a Neighbours podcast which is called Frygaze, and he also does a fantastic uh, kind of panel show comedy podcast called Is Not Radio, which I thoroughly recommend. So please go and check those out. And last but definitely not least, we've got Tom to ask us a couple of questions. Hi, ladies. Tom King here from That King Thing Gaming Podcast. Um, as brothers here at That King Thing, we do quite a lot of things together. So we were wondering, have you actually ever been to the Orlando parks together? No, we haven't. We're waiting for someone to pay us so we can go. Yeah, we're perfect. If anyone wants to pay us, I will go on holiday with Holly. That's a, that's a promise. Uh, 
preferably business class. I don't think I could handle you in cattle. I think you'd be a whiner. Yeah. We'll even do a live episode from from the parks. From a ride, maybe. Well, it'd have to be quite quite a slow one. Well, yeah, because no one else would be going on it, so it's fine. We, we, yeah, okay, that's a promise. If any millionaire that is a fan of this show wants to pay <laughs> to listen to me and Holly ride the ET uh, ride all day, more than more than happy with that. I think we're going to be inundated. I wonder if um, if if we did ever go to like the theme parks together, mm. I just think we'd be so different. I don't know if it would work. I think we'd annoy each other. I think we'd really annoy each other. You'd be like, let's go and sit down and get a coffee and just like enjoy the atmosphere. I would be manically like, no, we need to get on another ride. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't gel. We would have to be doing it for business reasons, not for pleasure. <laughs> I like to go to the theme park. I mean, I know this sounds mental and, you know, it sounds really frivolous because I know I'm very fortunate to have gone at many times and it's an expensive place to go. But I would be perfectly happy to go in and not ride one single ride, just sit in there, soak up the atmosphere, listen to the sounds, drink some coffee, Oh, I'd love that. That that suits me down to the ground. I have gone to Universal before and only done like one ride in a day or something and just gone home or gone back to the hotel. Perfectly happy. Yeah, whereas I'm like, it's been a wasted day if I haven't been on nearly every ride. Why? Yeah. But maybe if someone else was paying, you wouldn't feel like that. No, I think I still would. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, if you want me and Holly to have an argument and fall out, you know, forever, that could be another reason to pay for our airfare there. So, Tom, are you still there? If you are, could you ask us our next question? Hello, it's Tom King again. We've got another question. Um, what ride should be the next one to be closed down in Universal Studios? Um... What do you think? You go first. All right. What ride should close down next? I would... Oh, right there. I don't know why, I've, why I waited so long. I know exactly what ride should close next. Obviously, Men in Black. 100%. It's a no-brainer. It should never have even opened. <laughs> it shouldn't. <laughs> so there you go. That's, that's a unanimous answer, I think. Yeah. Um, and if you want to listen to our Ghostbusters podcast, uh, Holly Pitch is a very good alternative to what should be in Men in Black. So, yeah, head on over. Not yet. We haven't finished, but once we have, you go and download that other episode. And lastly, Tom, have you got uh, one more question for us, please? Hello, it's Tom King again. Um, as some people know, I'm not only from that King thing, but I'm also from a F1 Formula One podcast called Back of the Grid. So I know what it's like to sort of juggle two different podcast themes and record different things. What other podcast themes do you think you guys may do in the future? Now, we've talked about this before. Yeah, we have. And you, you, you pitched a, an idea that wasn't possible. But, you know, it was an interesting one that we would eat 
at your favourite restaurants and get my reactions, which, you know, I don't know how funny that would be for anyone other than you. Well, if you're into, I think if you were, like, into food, it would be quite nice. Yeah, but not, but obviously you're taking me there, you know, as a, I would have to play, like, the pauper. Well, no, you wouldn't have to play the pauper, but obviously, you know, it would be good to sort of take yourself, you know, you'd go somewhere and you'd sit down and you'd be like, right, here's your menu. And, you know, if you were just like, God, like what is all of this stuff and then the bill came and it was like 500 pounds you know your reaction to that my reaction would be this is a very expensive podcast food and park films cost me peanuts and why are we doing this <laughs> so nip that in the bud that one's not going to fly what is the thing should we do crowd surfer or whatever it is called i don't think it's crowd surfer oh grandma um <laughs> crowd funding Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, because I was thinking about this the other day. And, um, I, I mean, social media, obviously, I know you don't do much of it, but I know you're looking. I know, you know. Store. What I would say is I think we're able to do quite good social media, and I'm going to big myself up. I think we do a solid job with covering Instagram and Twitter, but I think it's because we have something – visual i can put pictures of the films up or you know you know we've got something to show for it i don't know how you would do that with just like a talk show but you know with all that aside if if you could just do a podcast about anything you wanted what would it be you know we didn't go into this thinking oh well it's all right because we've got instagram covered and it's just happened to be that actually other people i mean it baffles me still now that listen <laughs> I mean I'm grateful but you know I'm I'm shocked but that is down to promotion and getting ourselves out there so I don't know oh, okay if um promotion was taken care of I'd probably yeah I mean obviously ideally everyone just wants to be sat in a room talking to their friend but how do you stand out there's so many podcasts that do that that's why we've given ourselves a theme to talk about <laughs> I mean I think you're way overthinking this answer. I think it literally is just a bit of a thing. If you weren't going to do this part, this podcast ends tomorrow, you know, without all of the stuff, what podcast would you do next? What a nice podcast would be is if we, um, you know, if, if we sort of swapped, if we took each other, you know, that you took me to your favourite cafe or whatever. I can't bring myself to say how what you would say. Cass? Yeah. Oh, you can't say Cass? No. I must, again, for our American listeners, Holly's not from London <laughs> and does not endorse the way I speak. I'd quite like to do a travel show with you. I think it's really fun either to do something where you go to, like, one of us might be like, oh, I really like it here. I really like that they've got, like, this certain food. And then you'd be like, no, I'm not getting on board with that. You know, like... I love that all of your ideas revolve around what we can eat when we get there. Yeah, so I think a travel pod... For me and you, I think a travel podcast, yeah. Well, there you are. Uh, thank you, Tom, for those questions. Uh, you can find Tom on three different podcasts. He does the gaming podcast, That King Thing, the Formula One podcast, Back of the Grid, 
and football podcast, Football Foundry. So please go and check all of those out. So thank you very much to everyone that sent their questions in. Much appreciated. Um, we didn't use them all, but maybe maybe we'll save some and use them if we get to two years. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening to our special episode and thank you very, very much for a wonderful first year and all of the downloads. We do appreciate it very, very much. And as always, just to remind you, you can find us at Theme Park Films on Twitter, at Theme Park Films Podcast on Instagram. You can like us on Facebook or you can email us, themeparkfilms at hotmail.com. You can find us as the creators of Brickpod Scene, along with the other voices you've heard today, plus some 80 other podcasts. Check out BrickPodScene.com or head to our Twitter and Facebook page. Bye. You need to say bye. I'm sorry. Bye. Standard. Theme Park Films podcast is part of Brickpod Scene, a network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or follow BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more.